Yeah, brother. It's good to hear from you, bro. My man. Yeah, That's man. Cool. Um, you've had some uh, a few changes, man, since the last time we talked. You know, you've signed with uh, MTK Global. Yep. Talk yep. about I've that, man. How the... that that came together. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how did that come together? That is a good question. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, I know, I know what, I know how it happened. <laughs> Sorry, man. I've been training so hard, man. My, I just got home from like really hard training. So all, all my, all my bloods and my muscles, not my brain. So I'm uh, refreshing the memory. So I, uh, I, I tried getting, uh, I tried getting a deal with, um, one FC. Um, but at the time one wasn't, uh, signing really Americans, you know, at the time they were, uh, they're only signing like Americans. If you were a UFC, like a big name UFC guy, you know, uh, Demetrius, Sage, uh, Vitor. Um, but I talked with the matchmaker and he was like, uh, why don't you speak with my good buddy, uh, Rizwan, uh, Rizwan Ali. Um, and, uh, and I, I had, I spoke with Rizwan probably like a, a couple months prior about a fight, um, that ended up. I ended up getting getting something else, but uh, he, I reached out to him and he was working with uh, MTK, and that ended up being like the perfect time uh, for for me, for him, for the company, and uh, it was really just it was, it was really what I was needing because I was in a stalemate. I had a, I was getting a difficult time getting fights, and um, I needed that management switch and uh, to get like new management, just uh, new connections, new blood. And uh, it was exactly what I needed, man. Once I once I got new management, I got a fight right away. I, I got it. I got that deal with uh, M1 Global, and I uh, had that real good, real good fight in uh, Shenzhen, China. Uh, so uh, so it's been blessings, bro. Now I'm excited. I got this fight coming up. I signed a three fight deal with uh, Brave, and um, I'm really looking forward to uh, going out there and showing them what's up. Honestly, bro, like I, I'm just I have a huge chip on my shoulder. I've just been, in my opinion, I've just been getting disrespected left and left and right. And, um, it's just, it's just making me a meaner SOB, you know? So like, I, uh, I, at this point, like, I don't really care who it is. Like, um, I just feel sorry for you, bro, because like, you're just in my way. That's just my mentality right now, dude. I've got a huge chip on my shoulder. I'm, I'm tired of getting disrespected. And I'm just gonna go out there and take what's mine. What do you mean by being disrespected? Do you mean just by not getting the fights that you deserve? Or do you mean like by fighters? or what uh, i think just by like promotions man you know like uh just uh people tell i mean i've been turned down people by, from shows telling me that i don't have enough experience uh the biggest thing that i noticed that what hurt me was uh my the ultimate fighter the ultimate fighter i have six fights in the, on the show but none of those are on my record so like people look up my record and it just shows uh minus six fights you know it shows my records nine and four uh when i have four more wins and um and that's really hurt me so i'm pretty much been doing like double the work to try and get my record to where a place where i have more i have double digit wins and that's where like once i have double digit wins once i break this this next one will give me over 10 wins even though i already have over 10 wins um and uh and then i think that will, will open up more doors you know even like bellator bellator told me oh we signed we signed uh you signed your teammate. You guys are similar styles. Uh, so we're not really interested at the moment, you know? So, like, uh, and these are guys that I, you know, the guys on their roster, I would murder, you know? So it's just, but, like, 
So for me, it's not a matter of just like if, it's just a matter of when. And, and in my opinion, uh, you know, that, that, that big chip on my shoulder is just uh, more fuel, dude. You know, so like it, uh, I'm just excited, you know, even like even pay, payment, being paid, you know, I've been getting like low ball, low balled offered, you know, because they say, oh, you don't have enough experience. Your record's this, your record's that. I'm like, dude, do your homework. But if, even though it's more of an excuse for them to pay me less, you know. That's why, like, once I get this extra win, then I'll be back over. I'll have over ten wins, and that should really like uh, that. Before that, that'll be four wins in a row, and uh, really, I feel uh, even the age. We brought up age. Oh, he's getting older. I'm like, dude, this is the best I've ever felt. Like, just because you're you're in your late, you're you're in your. I'm, I just turned 37, uh, uh, or 38, uh, 37, 38. What's up? Uh, but just because, like, dude, I haven't had a sip of alcohol in 10 years. I live the fucking lifestyle, bro. You know, I take care of my body. You take care of your body, your body will take care of you, bro. I'm, I'm a samurai. Like, just because, and I don't not mean you, but just because you're a fucking weak pussy at 38 years old, you couldn't step in the fucking cage. Don't put your fears and your doubts and your weakness on me, bro. Because we're, we're, we're not, you couldn't even be in my shoes, bro. You know, so excuse, excuse my language. But that's just me being uh, upset, you know, and having a chip on my shoulder. And that's why, like, it doesn't matter who I fight, bro. It's just like you're just in my way, dude. You're just in my way. Yeah, man. It shows the uh, the passion and the the love and dedication that you have for the sport and you know your career overall. Because you know, like I like you said, if they don't know that you have more than ten wins, they don't know about the sport. They shouldn't even be working in the industry, basically. But that's you know whether you know that thing is like when you go when you look up when you go to Sherdog. You know, and Sherdog Sherdog doesn't show doesn't have any of those six fights, uh, so it just shows a preliminary record. You know, and uh, and then if you go to Topology, Topology will show my record, but then if you look at the details, then it will show six more fights. So you have to like do the effort, you know. And uh, I mean, dude, I even got turned down from a promotion that's saying, "Oh, you don't have enough Instagram followers for someone that's been on the Ultimate Fighter two times in a row. You don't have that big of a following." Like bullshit. Like even one promotion said yeah we want you on your card then the next day they said oh no uh we don't we don't uh you don't have the oh no they first said no and then my manager sent them like dude look who this guy is and then they're like oh we like him and then and then i i, I agreed to the fight this was it was in senegal africa then the following fight was going to be in france uh then two then the day goes by later this is on thursday then on saturday they contact my manager and they said oh we're not interested in Hyder. he doesn't have enough experience i'm like dude Pick a guy, whoever you want. I will murder him. But you know, to me, like that guy, that that show, those people, it just goes on my fu list. You know, like I'm gonna show you, bro. My fu list just keeps getting longer and longer. You know, and uh, so it's just more fuel to fire, bro. You know, I'm trying not to get worked up before I go to bed, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Well, um, bro, because- you know, talking about your recent streak, man. Um, and the the type of performance that you have fa- uh, put on against the type of you know fighters stylistically, I think you've proven a lot about the development of your skills compared to when you were on the Ultimate Fighter. You know, a lot of people kind of like picked at you know your 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 performances. Some of them on the Ultimate Fighter, but I think the last three fights you showed that you know you kind of like closed the gap and became a more complete fighter. Do you believe so? Do you feel that in yourself? Yeah, I've definitely shown my improvements, but also like my losses came from like extremes, you know, like, okay, uh, first Ultimate Fighter, three three fights in 17 days. And when I was in the finale, that was my fourth fight that year, even though it was my fifth fight in seven months. 
And then when I fought Vicente, uh, that was my fifth fight that year, but my sixth fight in 13 months, 13 and a half months. So like these are extremes. And then the second ultimate fighter show I was on, I had three fights in 15 days, you know, like that's an extreme, you know, now that I'm, I'm fighting single fights you know, where you don't have to worry about a multi-fight type deal. Um, I'm able to go into fights more healthy, more fresh, more focused on what needs to be done, you know, but for for sure, 1 million percent, um, the mistakes I made in the Usman fight, the mistakes I made in the Jesse Taylor fight, those two fights taught me so much as far as my distance, timing, uh, what not to do and what, and what to do to make me successful. Um, and for no, no doubt. So like, that's why, like, I appreciate those losses because without those losses, I wouldn't be as uh, skilled as I am today. The second Ultimate Fighter, even though I didn't win it, uh, I developed the most I've ever developed. You know, those three fights in 15 days, I was, it was, I literally went from the a bachelor's de- degree in the fight game to a PhD in the fight game, mm-hmm. and that's only because the competition and I lost. If I had won, I wouldn't have developed the, those those losses. Those two, when I lost to Jesse Taylor, it literally. Was I was able to connect all the pieces to the puzzle, and that was a missing piece that I finally like. Oh shit, that was what I was doing wrong, and that this is what you need to do so that doesn't happen. And then that's and then after that, then I went and I fought Pavel, who had 22 wins, uh, 22 finishes, 17 submissions, five knockouts. Everyone he beat, he submit. He uh, all his wins were were finishes. And then I just fought uh, this Russian, um, you know, Masters International Grappling. Pancration world champion, combat sambo champion. Uh, so these guys are decorated guys, bro. You know, so like, uh, I'm very happy with uh, with my progressions, and uh, that's why like I'm excited to uh, go out there and like whoever you want me to. You think I'm old? Give me your best young. I don't give a who. And watch what I watch what I do to them, bro. I'll, I'll, I don't, I don't want to say what I was gonna say because it won't be good to say. But, uh, <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I understand, man. I, I know, understand I what you're saying. Up in an uproar. Yeah, yeah. Know? Now, uh, going back to the the fight in uh, India, man. I think that's the last time I spoke with you was before that fight, before going out and fighting in front of Mike Tyson, which was something that you really, really wanted to do. And you went out there and you got a 30 second KO, man. Like. Talk about your experience in India, because I always ask people that go out to India, because I've been there before and I know what it's like. It's totally yeah, yeah. different from anything that every anyone has, you know, been through in their life. If they, especially if they lived in the states. Yeah, what, what part of India did you go to? Mumbai. Oh, Mumbai. Okay, cool. Yeah, same, same as me. Uh, we were in Mumbai. Uh, man, it was a really cool experience, man. You know, uh, we were, we were, we were. I was first worried about you can't drink the water, so I can't have the vegetables, I can't have fruit, so I was kind of worried about the weight cut. But they had us in like a be- one of the best hotels in Mumbai, the Taj Lands. They have their own filtration system, so it was, uh, man, it, we were we were really kind of spoiled, you know. I actually, wouldn't say spoiled, we were be- treated right, and uh, and then the whole experience of fighting out there, like it was, uh, it was awesome, bro. Like I mean, I had Mike Tyson, you know. I, I told Mike, yo, Mike, I'm the Arab Tyson, and he was like, yeah. After I knocked him out, you know, and he, uh, that's actually what I'm calling. I call myself the Arab Tyson now, you know? Uh, but yeah, he loved, he loved after I knocked him out and it was like, I went, he was sitting right next to like the, the, uh, Sheikh Tahnoon of uh, the Prince of Abu Dhabi. Uh, uh, so it was cool. Plus I got to fight, I got to fight for Abu Dhabi, 
So I got to fight for, I got to represent for that, the Arab country. Uh, so that was a really cool experience and deliver a, a nice little devastating uh, finish. So it was cool, man. Was what awesome. was the, the, the after party like? Did you get to hang out with uh, Mike? Uh, so it's very interesting. You know, the people, they are, they're very like Hollywood centric, like uh, wherever the celebrities go, then that's where the crowd goes. So like uh, Tyson was there probably through almost half of the fights. And then he left or maybe there was maybe three fights left. So once he left, then the kind of crowd left with him, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but no, he wasn't, he wasn't there. He, he wasn't at the after party. They did have an after party. Um, what I, what I loved was the people, man, the people, even though some of them, they don't, they don't have a majority don't have a lot, but they treat you like they have everything, you know? And like, they're some of the most genuine, uh, humble, giving, generous. Uh, it really like, uh, opened my eyes as far as how people should be treated, man. And, uh, and that was a really beautiful thing for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, they are some of the nicest people you ever run into and they, they... Dude, it was really crazy bro like you know there's a lot of street dogs over there mm-hmm. where in the in the states if you see a street dog you're not going up to a street dog to pet a street dog because you don't you don't know dogs wild but over there like man they're petting the street dogs they're playing with them you know they're treating them like good you know mm-hmm. and like to where like if you had a kid and you and here and you saw some street dog you probably wouldn't have your, your kid go pet him because you don't want got the dog to bite him but uh, but over there, they're like family. They're treating them. They're giving them like, and I feel like how you treat an animal is how you treat as your reflection on how you would treat other people, you know. And uh, and the, how they, my views on how they treated a stray animal was just like it was beautiful. Now the last few years, you've been just all over the world, man. Like India, you know, you've been in the Middle East. You were in China. Um, yeah. this time you're going to Kyrgyzstan, which is a new, yeah. a new location, right? For you. Yeah. This is, we're going to a uh, Bishkek, uh, Kyrgyzstan. I was telling everybody Kazakhstan and then I found out it was Kyrgyzstan. It was one of the stands, but, uh, yeah, it's part of the former Soviet union. Uh, one of my teammates, his, uh, my buddy, I don't know if you, you know, Rami Hamed, he, he fights in brave also. Yeah. Um, he, uh, his parents are from. Uh, his, his, his mom's side of the family is from Bishkek. Uh, so he told me it like the food's great. Um, you know, it's a old, you know, it's old hist old history. Um, so, uh, but I looked, I watched a little tourism video on it and, uh, it's going to be pretty cold when we're there. It's December, it's in the mountains. Uh, but, uh, I'm looking forward to it now. I'm getting, I've been getting some nice love, uh, from, uh, from the social media, from, from people over there uh they're excited to for me to come out there and fight so i'm excited man you know i really my last fight in china i I flew out there with no corner and uh so it was a really cool experience just to like uh you know i fought i like fighting overseas you know my my past i was in dubai then abu dhabi then mumbai then china and now kyrgyzstan uh and i like these i I grew up an athlete so like anytime you go on on an away game it's just a different type of mindset than when you're fighting at home, when you're playing at home. Uh, and for me, like, I just picture myself as like, a, like a, I'm a hired gun. You know, I'm a mercenary. I'm going out there. I'm going to go out there, handle my business, get my money, and go home. And uh, it was it, and, and then it was cool, man. My, my fight where I went to China with no corner, they played Creed 2 on the plane. You know, Creed, Creed yeah. and Creed 2. 
bro, the, the yeah. Kree 2, uh, you know, the guy's fighting the Russian, the son. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, like, you know, huge stakes. He's going to Russia. And that was me, bro. I'm going to fight the Russian. Like, dude, I was so, I was so, like, zoned into this movie when I was there. I had, like, fucking tears come down my, my cheeks, bro. I was so pumped afterwards. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking killing this motherfucker. <laughs> It was so I was so jonesed up, bro. I knew like this. This was like I don't care who's gonna in front of me. That's what I'm talking about. My chip on my shoulder, bro. Mm. I don't care anymore. Like I just have a chip. You're in my way. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize for what I'm gonna have to do to you. But you're just you're in my way. That's just my mindset right now. You're about three weeks out from the fight at American Top Team. Who is the core group that you've been working with for the you know the, for the past year or so? Yeah, man. Uh, so this actually training camp is a little bit has been a little bit more fun, uh, just because I'm fighting a striker. Uh, Carl Booth is, uh, you know, likes to keep it standing. Uh, but they all like to keep it standing until you punch them in the face, you know. Uh, so I'm. Uh, but my really my core group has been like Tiago Alves, uh, Rami Hamed. Um, uh, you know, I did some work with Dustin Poirier for my Pavel for when I fought Pavel Kush. Uh, the Sambo guy, because he was getting ready to fight Justin Gaby, uh the day week before me. So uh, Dustin's been in my group. Really, like, just some of the uh, – I even got some good grappling in with Colby. Um, he's getting ready for his big fight. Uh, so, like, you know, December 14th, I'm fighting on the 14th, uh, and there's a big fight on also December 14th. Colby's fighting Kamaru. Amanda Nunes is fighting, defending her title. Uh, I think there's five guys from ATT fighting that night. So our sparring room is, is full. Uh, so, uh, I, you, you, that's just what's special about American Top Team. Even on Christmas Day, you can go there and uh, have someone to spar with, you know? So, like, and then there's all these up-and-comers that you never even heard of, but they're coming in there ready to fucking, uh, work and take your head off, man. So, like, uh, and that's what I like. I like going to spar and not knowing who I'm going to spar with, you know? So, like, it's, everything is new and you're, everything's on, on high, on high gear, uh, high alert. You're watching for this, you're watching for that. And to me, that's the most common realistic thing in a fight because everything – you studied your opponent. You have ideas of what's going to come, but the guy's better than what you saw last time. So that's why it helps to uh, – that's why I like to go with different people, different uh, different countries. I like, to, I like to go with the Russians, the Dagestanis because they fight a different way. You know, They throw a lot of unorthodox attacks, a lot of spin stuff. Uh, you know, so um, – and yeah, it's, it's blessing. We got the best guys. So sparring day at American Top Team is kind of like a carousel of killers. So you're just like waiting to get on the carousel yeah. and yeah. whoever, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, just just now, I mean, just we just, we just had Albert Tumanoff. He was here getting ready for his fight. He's fighting at the end of the, I think, November. He's fighting in Kazakhstan, uh, I think, next weekend or in two weeks. Uh, so he was here getting ready for his big title fight. Uh, we have all the other Dagestanis that come. Uh, we have the, the Europeans that fight in the KSW show, uh, then the guys that fight in the UFC, Bellator. So it's just like a who's who list, you know. Uh, that's why, like, all right, uh, that's why you don't know who you're going with sometimes. And that's the best way to know because, like, all right, when, when you go to sparring and you have the butterflies, that's a good feeling because in a fight you get the butterflies. Uh, so, like, the more times you get the butterflies, the, the more you enjoy the butterflies. You get comfortable with the butterflies. Uh, and that's what I like. I like getting that, like, oh man, who am I working with today? Oh man, it's gonna be a scrap. And then you're showing up. That's, that's what I like. You know, I gotta ask you about the Colby Covington and the 
Jorge Masvidal situation. You know, are you caught in the middle of that? Are you like stuck in the middle? Because you've been an American top team for a long time, just as long as longer than Colby, and just as probably yeah, long um, as a Jorge, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, George has been my teammate for over ten years. Uh, Colby uh, has been maybe five years, you know. Uh, but uh, I don't endorse what. Uh, what Colby's been doing, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because Colby's my friend, you know, but the stuff that he's, that he did, it, it upset me, man. And, uh, really the stuff that he did to Dustin, you know, uh, that really upset me the most. Uh, you know, Dustin's such a good dude. Uh, I, I thought it was really uncalled, unca- uncalled for. And it, it upset a lot of guys on the team, uh, really upset everybody. Um, uh, but him and George, like, they should fight. You know, uh, I love George. George is my dude, bro. You know, and I and uh, I'm I'm not I'm not a Trump uh, fan by any means. So like, I that's why I don't really like, uh, you know, root for that <laughs> root for that type of behavior. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but George is my dude, bro. I was I was really happy for him watching George and, D- and Nate fight. I love both guys, man. So I didn't – all I was like, okay, I want to see a good fight. I hope George wins. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Mm. you know. And like once George started kind of punishing Nate, I uh, I was like, oh, man. I, I didn't like seeing Nate get hurt you know, because who, who doesn't love the Diaz brothers? Mm. They're the fuck. They're awesome. Uh, but I, I'm extremely excited and, and happy for George. Uh, he's paid his dues. He's, uh, he's climbed the mountain. He's fell from the mountain. He's climbed the mountain again. And now he's like he's truly – uh, getting what he deserves, man, you know, and, uh, yeah, he deserves it, man. He's as real as it gets the best. I mean, like, come on, who doesn't want to watch him fight? You know, those are the guys that like you enjoy watching fighting, you know, yeah. but, uh, but they, they, they train at different times, you know, they don't, they don't try to, they try to keep them at, uh, at the gym at different times to keep, uh, any type of confrontation or something happening. But at some point they will cross paths, you know? So like, but yeah, they, they it, it, that's real. They they definitely uh, George hates Colby and Colby does not like George. <laughs> well, if they do cross paths, you know that'll be plastered on some news website or or social media or something. You know, what I mean, we'll, it, it it probably won't just happen and no one will know about it, right? Uh, I'm sure some. I'm sure George <laughs> something. You know. Uh, <laughs> But Colby's not like that, man. Colby's not about that life. He he if he he will try to defuse it, uh, or just try not to be there. Uh, where George is about that life, and he will do something. So like, it, that's what caused Dan Lambert to get very uh, nervous. He got Dan was like upset. He was nervous. He, he was worried. Uh, he didn't know what to do. That's why he was like really trying to call everybody, call call George. Tell him, hey, don't do anything. Call Colby. Tell him, don't do anything. Call Dustin. Tell him, don't do anything. So it was like it was a lot of micromanagement that he had to do. That, it, in my opinion, was just eh. unfortunate. Unfortunate, man. But like, uh, if George and Col, uh, hopefully, Colby will beat Usman. George will fight Colby, and uh, or Colby will or George will fight Nick Diaz. That'll be awesome. You know, uh, we'll see what happens, man. But there's, it's a. Uh, they should fight at some point. The way things going, like it'll be a good money fight at least. 
Yeah, man. Uh, that's at the end of the day, they're gonna make some cash, and yeah, that's sells, what's bro. great about it. Drama sells, bro, and especially when mm. it's real drama, mm. that shit that works, you know. Now, with you, you signed a three-fight deal with Brave. This is your first fight on the contract. Um, do you feel like you need to, or not you need to, but you want to kind of get these three fights real fast? You know, by the middle of next year, you should be done with the three fights. You know, and be sitting at six wins in a row man that would be huge for yourself absolutely man i to be honest with you i am i'm going into this fight with the mindset that my second fight i'm going to fight for the title my my mindset is i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna show them stuff that they haven't seen before or something something that they are expecting to see from me and uh and that's what my mindset i'm, I'm gonna go out there and really deliver and uh i'm coming for that belt bro so they gave me the belt I'm coming for it, and uh, I'm really hoping, God willing, I, I can stay, uh, I can wrap out this fight, and then fight, uh, if I can finish these three, three these three fights by June, July, then that then, then I can have momentum for the second half of the year, and uh, and get some type of, like, either big money fight, because with that, that, that type of wins in a row, I should be able to go wherever I want, you know, uh, I'm not really too excited about going to the UFC because, you know, the UFC, I, I just feel like uh, I know guys that were in the UFC, they left the UFC, they signed with Bellator, and they're getting 10 times what they were getting paid in, in the UFC, you know, and like the grass is greener on the other side, man, you know what I'm saying? Go explore it, you know, so like that's what I plan on doing, man, with these wins in a row, I really should uh, be able to give me the best opportunity to uh, – to strike it right definitely man well you know it's always always good uh catching up hider man it's uh uh we've been talking for a while and uh i've been watching you for a long time man since the first ultimate fighter um and you always have a good attitude good spirits man even though you have a chip on your shoulder you still keep that smile you know on your face you got to bro like really the chip in my shoulder is just a lot of it's from hate from haters Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like honestly when i when I'm back on top and I'm smiling, I'm going to thank the haters because like that's fuel, bro. When you're tired and you're like, nah, man, these people talking, you know, that, that's motivation, bro. So like my victory speech when I'm the man, it's going to end with and thank you haters for sure. You know, right. and it's a pleasure, bro. You're the man. Love you, bro. I look forward <laughs> to talking. On this, dude. Well, yeah, man. Well, December 14th, uh, brave 32, man. Um, your debut for for Brave is gonna be exciting, man. I, and uh, I, I I look forward to seeing you fighting for that title, man. Uh, I think that you bring in some heavy heavy power, man. That will just make some highlight reels in that division, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. It's cool. Uh, I it's for air. It's an air promotion. It's owned by the by the Sheik. Uh, he he lo- he loves fighters. He loves Arab fighters. I don't see. I don't see how he can't love me, bro. Especially what I'm gonna go out there and do. So uh, hopefully, it'll reciprocate in other ways. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's get it, dog, my brother.